Everybody. Welcome to the Monday night edition of Trice Talk Mini Pod. I'm your host, Donald Wayne, and it is uh, July the 5th, 2021. We're just marching ever quicker towards the holiday season. Um, so, I hope everybody had a, a great 4th of July. I, I kind of addressed that last night as I, as I did um, a mini-pod right after our fireworks display in our neighborhood, in our area. But I hope everybody had a, uh, at least if they had an opportunity to visit with family or friends yesterday. Uh, for the 4th of July, which is something we weren't able to do last year. So that in itself is such a blessing over this time a year ago. Um, so anyway, I hope that that was uh, a time that you were able to spend uh, uh, quality time with family and friends. So as, as the 4th of July is kind of now in our rearview mirror, we can really set our sights on dealing with the um, the issues at hand, we can kind of get back to reality, if you will, uh, of all the things that are occurring right now. And actually, the people who are <laughs> working so hard to make things like the 4th of July that we celebrate every year make it taboo for this country. Those people remain at work. I've seen a number of stories uh, in the news about complaints uh, uh, still about the American flag, about playing the Star Spangled Banner. Um, so, you know, the, the I hate to say the enemies of our nation because some of these people, I don't think they really know that they're enemies. I think they're just caught up in things that, uh, in a movement that they really don't understand the consequences of, but the actions that they're supporting uh, are, are definitely something that is not friendly to our nation as we know it. But um, I've talked a lot about the 
critical race theory for several months now as as because it's in it's in the news all the time i mean especially in the last couple of months or even more so this year since uh, the biden administration has taken over i think everything has a tendency to be more open uh, also again as a result of uh, students being homebound for so much of the last year uh, I think parents had an opportunity to find out what their kids were actually being taught. They actually had an opportunity to, to listen in to some of these online uh, school sessions that their kids were taking part in and listen to some of these liberal teachers that are trying to insert their own ideals and their own beliefs into the education system in this country. I truly believe that the, the main purpose of the push of the CRT and our educational institutions is, is to drive a wedge between the youth in this country and, and, if you will, older Americans who are more likely to be patriotic and, and resistant to socialistic ideals that the liberals seem to be pushing uh, at a fast pace these days. And it's not to say that there that uh, that youth are not patriotic, that there are not patriotic youth in our country. That's not to say every young person. And when I say young person, I'm going from, you know, elementary school all the way up to, uh, up to your mid twenties, up to your early thirties. Um, but there's, that's who the liberals are focused on in this country is the youth because they feel like that if they can turn the youth in this country in their direction and get them to believe in the things that they think uh, are important to taking over this country, uh, they're not too concerned about the, the older Americans anymore because they know uh, realistically that some of them, you know, are not going to be around uh, long enough to cause them long-term problems with what they would like to do, with their agenda, if you will. But I've got an article tonight. I'm just going to do the one article, and it's from uh, Newsmax.com. And it's about, it's about a survey that was conducted to see how patriotism is faring in our country right now. Uh, the article is entitled, Only 36% of Young Adults Proud of America. And this article was written by Charlie McCarthy uh, and not the one, <laughs> not the one uh, with, the, with the puppet guy. Um, uh, probably most of you don't know that joke anyway. But uh, so I'm going to go through this article in Newsmax and it's, it, it gives some statistics that are kind of eye-opening. And again, like with most surveys, I mean, you have to kind of have to take it uh, at face value and know that it's probably not an indicator that uh, that the you know that there's widespread problems with patriotism in this country. Uh, of course, we do see it a lot on TV, especially in in sporting 
environments, unfortunately. But that may change this year, you know, after the fallout from uh, after the drop in ratings of, of the NBA and and NFL last year. Um, maybe there's a chance that we're going to see some of that crap that they do during the games to at least be um, thrown to the wayside. That is, if owners have any sense about them. So anyway, like I said, take this survey for for what it is at face value. Uh, for every survey that you can uh, look at that you know gives statistics in favor of your beliefs, you can find several that are against you know uh, statistics that are against what you believe in. So, but it's still an indicator. It's still a sampling of people's thoughts in this country. And I think it's important that we um, look at those from time to time and, and look at opposing views from time to time to make sure that we're paying attention and see if there are any indicators that would give us reason for concern. All right. So Charlie McCarthy starts out by saying, American pride resonates with most segments of the population, though not with young adults, according to a new poll. Only 36% of respondents aged 18 to 24 said they were very or extremely proud to be American. A new issues and insights and technometrica Institute of Policy and Politics survey found that's a mouthful. I've uh, never heard of them before. So again, it goes back to the point I was trying to make a minute ago, but it still is something that we should look at. That made the age group, the only tracked demographic in which pride falls below 50% in the survey. The poll found an almost identical percentage, 35% of the 18 to 24 group saying they are only slightly or not proud at all to be an American. The results prompted Tippin Sites to invoke former President Ronald Reagan's observation that, and I quote, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. The INI and TIP poll determined the percentage of people who are extremely very proud to be an American. Among age groups 65 plus, 86% had the most people who responded favorably, followed by 45 to 64 years of age, 75%, and 25 to 44 years of age, 59%. Overall, 68% of the respondents said they were extremely or very proud to be an American. Another 15% were moderately proud. Only 6% say they aren't proud at all. 
being an American, and 8% say they are only slightly proud. And what Tippensight said was somewhat of a surprise because of universities having become bastions of the left, the poll found that 75% of college graduates are extremely or very proud to be an American, compared with 62% of those with only a high school diploma. In terms of political ideology, conservatives, 81%, as a group, were more extremely, very proud to be American than moderates at 66% and liberals trailing at 55%. Tip also found that 24% of liberals say they are only somewhat proud uh, or are not proud at all to be an American. Just 4% of conservatives and 6% of moderates have this opinion. The recent climate of racial tensions in the U.S. apparently showed in the tip poll as 73% of whites and 56% of blacks, Hispanics, answered favorably. However, only 7% of blacks and 9% of Hispanics say they aren't proud at all of their nationality. While the poll generally found strong pride in America, it revealed that men 81% are far more extremely or very proud than women coming in at 65% to be American. Also, single women, 51%, are far less proud of their nationality than married women at 70%, according to Tip Insights. The INI Tip poll was conducted by Technometrica Market Intelligence from June the 30th to July the 2nd, and includes responses from 1,424 adults. It has a margin of error of plus or minus 2.8 points. So again, that's just one poll, but I think it's extremely important for us to be looking at these metrics now as we have a tendency to see all these stories on the news about people who, you know, especially when you're showing young people in crowds, uh, especially at demonstrations and so forth, you're showing primarily young people saying they're either disappointed with America or they're ashamed of America or some other negative thoughts about our country because of issues that they believe in or issues that they believe to be problems for the country. Then when you go to uh, other groups and you see largely, uh, I I would say middle-aged Americans, more or less, um, It's kind of hard to judge sometimes, just the ones that you could see in camera view tend to be more patriotic and more, we love America. You look at the the Trump rallies and the people that go to the Trump rallies, you look at the people that went to the Ronald Reagan rallies, although I would argue, because I was part of that group, I was actually 
part of the <laughs> youth group in the Reagan era when he first came on the scene. Uh, well, the second time he ran for president, but when he came on the scene in early, early 1980s, and there were a lot of young people that were excited about Ronald Reagan as running for president. They were excited about the ideals. They were excited because, um, and for those of you that remember that time, America was the theme. Pro-America was the theme of Ronald Reagan's campaign. Uh, the Lee Greenwood songs, all the patriotic songs that were played over and over. A lot of, a lot of country and Western groups, artists, uh, came up with songs, you know, pro-America, especially during that time period. Um, and I'll have to say that, you know, I don't listen to as much, uh, new release music as I used to. But um, I would venture to guess that we probably don't have as many pro-America songs coming out today as we did back in Reagan's time, I guess, 40 years ago. So, you know, when you look at surveys like this, it again, it gives you a kind of a metric. Now, 1,400 people is not, I, I don't call that a very big uh, cross-section, but it's just something to make you start thinking. And we know that that the youth have to be affected by all of this that's going on in schools. And thank goodness we do see news stories where there are young kids and, and young people, uh, young adults, if you will, in many cases, that will come out and say and speak up for America and, and reject the, the garbage that, that liberals are trying to teach them in the schools, especially in relation to critical race theory, where they're basically teaching races to hate each other. So um, that's, that's the first one I've come across, and I'm going to be looking for some more. I'm sure there will be more coming out in the near future as this continues to fester this year. Uh, and of course, you know, we're leading up as we quickly, uh, run through the year 2021, we're getting ready to embark on uh, an election cycle in 2022, which is going to be very important for this country. It's going to be a deciding factor of, and this is just my opinion. I haven't read this. Uh, I'm just going by the things that I've observed in the news and the things that I've read online. We're at a turning point. If conservatives do not make a decent showing in the 2022 midterm elections and get some people in political positions that can kind of slow this, this, craziness down that liberals have felt like they've had a mandate to push on the entire country, we're going to be in trouble. By the time we get to 2024, there's going to be a lot more things that need to be fixed. And there may be some things that can't be reversed.
And that doesn't mean, and I'm, I'm not going down the direction that all liberals, all Democrats, especially, if you will, are bad people. Not all Democrats and all liberals, especially once you get outside of the, the limelight, believe in the garbage that's being pushed. In fact, you'll see in many a news story that Democrats are slowly starting to push back at some of the extreme stuff that the Biden administration seems to be pushing or some of these uh, ultra liberals that are really fundamentally trying to uh, just completely change our election laws in this country. Um, and, you know, just remake America. I think it's amazing how, how often that you can see people with liberal leanings come on the news and talk about, you know, whose fault the mess we're in today is. Even when the evidence points to a lot of the things that are wrong today, right now, are because of policies they've uh, instigated in, in the last six months, more or less, and some even started before. The plans were set forth before Biden ever became president. So we really need to be fired up and become active. Find out who your candidates are. Find out who your conservative candidates are. Find out who the best ones are. Look into what they believe in. Look into... Uh, if, if there is a voting record that you can uh, verify, look at these things. We need to start being a little bit more selective about the people that we send to, to Washington, D.C., and even in our state positions, even in our state leadership. We need to be more selective. We need to make sure that we're not sending some wishy-washy Republican or conservative up there that's going to crumble at the first sign of... of um, trouble or the first hint that they may not be able to be reelected because of the way they vote, which is supposed to be the way of the people that sent them there. So we need to pay attention to all the metrics and make sure that we're going to be ready for 2022 election and stop this insanity, stop this madness, or if we can't stop it, slow it down greatly until we can educate people more thoroughly about the evils of what liberals are trying to do to this country. All right. So um, that'll do it for tonight. I'm going to, um, tomorrow night is Trice Talk Live normally, and I believe that we'll be doing a, a, a show tomorrow night. I'm, I'm not 100% sure because Dennis Lee has been out of town over the holidays, and uh, we have not had an opportunity to communicate and, and get together about a show for tomorrow night. But if not, 
I'll probably do another mini pod tomorrow night on a couple of the subjects that we might have used for a show. So one way or the other, there'll be something from Trice Talk tomorrow night. But I appreciate you spending time with me. I hope you have a wonderful week wherever you are. And uh, don't forget to pay attention, folks. Stay safe, everybody.